This podcast is brought to you by JBL. Employing the best methods and tools, audio technology is at the core of everything JBL creates. Never straying from a ground-up approach to everything they build, JBL has produced a prolific list of audio achievements, groundbreaking technologies, and revolutionary advances in the art and science of professional audio. JBL, passion for sound and those who create it. Learn more at JBL.com. Hello and welcome to Tape Ops Discussion, where we call our friends and music community notables to chat about their favorite records. Enjoy. Welcome to Discussion. My name is Heba Kadri. Uh, I'm here with Jeff, and we are talking about uh, Abdul Omari's Nuit d'été or Layali Saif. Thank you for uh, coming back to chat with me about yeah. some <laughs> no, of thank your you favorite for being records. So patient about this. Yeah, and I I loved our our last conversation so much that I thought you'd be uh, great to have you back. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. So tell me about this uh, the record that you that you wanted <clears throat> to chat about. Yeah. So this is Abdul Omari uh, Nuit d'été, Laili Saif, which means. Summer Nights, he is a Moroccan synth sort of psych uh, electronic with sort of Arabic production influenced uh, musician. And he put out this record in 76 um, and it ended up becoming part of a trilogy that was reissued later on. But the original record came out in the mid 70s on this uh, uh, Moroccan label called Disc Gam, um, <clears throat> which was run by this um, um, shop owner called uh, Disc Bujema in Casablanca. And he, you know, it's been around for like 50 years and he started putting out records and he put out this Abdul Omari record. And and it, it's, it's kind of a really obscure record. I mean, the guy was like a hairdresser, hairstylist by day and musician by night. And, you know, he collaborated with a bunch of musicians and did a bunch of other collaborations. And then he put out this one amazing record. And then kind of like, uh, we didn't really hear about him very much. And he passed away, like maybe in, I think, 2010 or something. And didn't really get his props when he was alive, to be honest. But um, uh, there is something very unique about this record. And I'm really happy that uh, Radio Martico, which is a label in Belgium, put it out in 2017. And then they created like the trilogy series, uh, which is this record, the Nuit d'été, and then Nuit, uh, Nuit de Printemps, which is uh, La Elle Robia, meaning uh, Spring Nights. And then this other record that was like his collaboration with a uh, Moroccan singer called Na- Na- Naima Semeh, <clears throat> which is all vocals. Um, and those were never released on LP. And so they, you know, they got the license and reissued it. So it was really nice to kind of have it all as part of a trilogy. Um, they did do something that was a bit controversial on the first original record where they changed the sequence and removed one of the songs and put in another song that was a B-side that they thought was better. And it got a bunch of Abdul Omari fans a little testy, but, you know, they 
they did that for their own reasons. Um, and uh, um, that aside, the master sounds really good. It's a really great sounding reissue. Um, and the the first time I heard it, I was like seriously really blown away um, because there it it sort of it hits the nail on the head in this very specific era of North African psychedelic music, uh, North African slash Arabic uh, music. Seventies, uh, it you know we started to get things like the Farfisa organ, and you know a couple of analog synths started to kind of come to Africa, and uh, you know people started adopting them. And one of the most famous musicians that adopted the Farfisa in her music was Um Kalthum, which who's you know this monumentally hugely important art you know artists from the 20th century the most important artist in in the arab world in fact and the last time i was in casablanca like they were every single cab was playing um kalthum and every single shop so she's like universally a huge appeal and so in the 70s she kind of went electric it was sort of like our bob dylan went electric moment and she got like people like omar khurshid who is an amazing guitar player and then People like Magdil Hisseini and Hanim Hanna, who took the Farfisa. Um, and the reason why the Farfisa is very important is because you can tune it. It has 12 independent oscillators and you can take a multimeter and tune it to quarter steps as opposed to half steps, Western equal temperament scale. And that was that was the game changer because now you can play one of the many Arabic scales, something like Maqam, which is like, you know, the most, you know, the known one. And you can like, uh, you know, really introduce it in, in sort of Arabic production and pop music at the time. So Um Kalthum started doing that. A lot of pop artists at the time started doing that. And I think, you know, sort of spread into like sort of the North African, Middle Eastern re region. And then you had people like Abdul Omari, you know, come up with this like amazing record that was like beautifully minimal, really dubby. It's almost like a dub record without like the heavy bass very sort of sort of inserts of vocals like here and there like just these like little sort of chanty things that kind of come in and out like not consistently a very light sort of spaced out percussion and this like very light airy kind of strummy guitar every once in a while and like the title track Layali Saif the second song like it starts with the sort of lonesome sort of uh, Farfisa's sound note and you know kind of I can like just about close my eyes and think about being a kid in Alexandria, which, you know, my dad, my, my dad's side of the family are from, you know, being on the beach on the Mediterranean at night, you know, eating a gelato, like the breeze. And, and so it and then, you know, it sort of has these washes of symbols um, and then sort of slowly kicks in. So as it's like really 
beautiful minimal buildup, but it never really, never really has this like massive apex moment that's like, oh, this is the big moment. It's just like it's really steady. So, um, I really love that. It it really it has a romance that I think people from my part of the world can like really, uh, you know, be allured by because it's just like this very specific moment in in uh, you know Arabic North African music that really kind of took you know things like the farfisa and maybe a couple of analog synths and and uh you know made them you know they you know sort of weave them into arabic production in such a beautiful way When I first put it on, if you had just dropped it and left left me with like you know eight seconds of it, I would have said it was like a mid seventies Miles Davis. It reminds me a little bit of like he loved him madly or something like that. It brings back these memories of a of a place and a time and the smells. It's like when I hear tracks like that, I always think of like late summer, um, yeah. early September the way that the sun is it's still a little warm but maybe the season's starting to change and it's like lazy sunday afternoon kind of vibes you know <laughs> um and exactly. it, it really just like the second i heard it i was like oh i love this and yeah. and i and i was not familiar with this record at all so oh so, cool yeah i've known known about um kasum you know back in the back in the uh, early 90s i had a friend that was super into that so i got turned on to that and then actually was you know when i was in morocco like you said it's like kind of everywhere yeah she's just like the edith piaf of yes. our our part of the world and she actually magdil husseini her synth player uh, lived in my grandmother's building so he's I, I believe this is true i think he's the first to take the farfisa like those combo farfisa organs and and tune them and it was through him uh where like people like Hanim Hanna and then like of course Abdul Omari and then a bunch of other people started doing the same thing and that's why the farfisa is like really like you hear it all over those records from yeah. the 70s onwards because yeah. you can't you can't and then of course you started getting like Casio keyboards and they created the quote unquote oriental keyboard with with the <laughs> with the you know where you know what's with the tunings and like the, yep. the percussion or whatever so um yeah it's uh it, it is it is it's it's really interesting how um you know one you have this one synth that you can actually uh Trans, you, it's malleable enough that you can tune the oscillators that you can now introduce electronic music into our scales. Yeah. Whereas before you couldn't. Um, yeah. And that that is really that is kind of a really fascinating moment to me. I wish, I wish I was alive. I wish I was a recording engineer in like Cairo in the seventies to witness that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's like this was happening at the same time around like. Um, you know, there's I I talked to the to Jasper from Alton Goon um, about 
uh, oh, that Zelda record, you know? And, I love that. I love their band. I love yeah. Alton Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when, uh, he turned me on to some, you know, some of those early Turkish psych rock records from oh, Zelda, yeah. Zelda Vakan and, and like, Huge fan. same, same, same idea. Like it's, yeah. it was this, you know, it's, it took the, it took the traditional sounds, but you know, it would modernize them with, with just new approach and, and electronics and, and uh, really, really cool really amazing there's one song that's like the, the most spacey one called um which means um wedding in out of in outer space and that one that one is like kind of the most like trippy like you could see like he's sort of modulating the 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 farfisa maybe using the i think he had an arp odyssey as well on this record yeah that that one is like kind of the most like rambunctious song on the whole like record the rest is really very beautiful and sparse and chill really psychedelic Very trippy, um, and and the last song, Fetin, which is actually my my best friend's name, so I love mm. the song just for the title. But I think this was the song that maybe he wrote or co-wrote with Naima Sameh because she is credited on the the title track. Oh, sorry, on this track. Um, and uh, but she's not singing, so I, I would assume either they wrote it together or he wrote it for her or something. And then there's another uh, wedding sort of theme called, uh, it's the third song, Afrah uh, al-Maghrib, Moroccan weddings. But Afrah can also mean like celebrations. Um, so just like a celebratory type, uh, you know, feeling, um, you know, in, in, in the song. So yeah, it's a really, it's a very upbeat, very chill record, but also has its this, it's like very loner, very lonesome moments, very kind of like, you know, you can get really within your thoughts and you can really kind of go there uh, with this record again, because of the sparseness of the arrangement and the beauty of like, you know, it's just not like 
constant vocals or or just you know and it's him just kind of trilling beautifully on on the keyboard um and then there's a song the sixth song Mawaid, uh, which means like meetings or rendezvous like he plays the organ in this very kind of like vocalized kind of way like i can almost hear the vocal line i can almost hear the lyrics it's really it's really cool like it's very kind of solo-y um and i i can almost imagine like if he's on his way to like meet rendezvous with his like loved one or something um so yeah it's it's a very like it's a record that you can like really take you know go with your imagination um with uh yeah it's it's uh and you know it's a record every time i've played it like dinner parties or whatever like people are always like what what is what is this oh you know i've turned many people into abdul omari fans Thanks for listening. Discussion is created by Tape Op, the creative music recording magazine. Free subscriptions are available at tapeop.com along with our regular podcast and online content.